0: Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson.
1: Hi, I'm Shalene Johnson.
0: And I'm Brett Johnson.
1: And that's your part.
0: And we're, Shalene um, has invited me today to this podcast to share some great info. <laughs>
1: info? I don't know. Put your face up close to the mic and we'll just see what happens. Ready? <laughs> Stop. You're getting a little too eager, son. Get to this. Yes, we can. Ready? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shaleen Johnson.
0: And I'm Brett Johnson. And Shalene has invited me on the podcast to talk about our story.
1: Yeah, it's like a podcast party. Uh, we're here because, and you're hearing this episode, actually what you're about to hear is a live interview that Brett and I broadcasted and kind of sharing our story where we were like five years ago
0: five years ago, and we created the blueprint on how we were gonna get out of, as you'll find out in this podcast, prison.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna break out of prison. Um, no, honestly, we, we we just wanna share with people, and we realize it's, it's a really important message for anyone who listens, you know, not just like, okay, I know my life needs to be different, and everybody understands the importance of creating a vision and dreaming about it, but so few people know exactly how to do it. Like, what's the blueprint? What are the steps?
0: What's the first thing I need to do in order
1: to make change happen? And and we shared
0: our story and people were... Well, we got lots of questions on the live chat afterwards. And that prompted us to, you know, share this on podcast. And I think, you know, after you listen to it, um, I think it's really important that you also go find your you know, your spouse or your partner or significant other and have them listen to it. In fact, that's
1: one of the reasons why we said we wanted to make this a podcast because so many people who are on the live broadcast said, my husband or my wife is so busy, they won't even watch this. I can't even hold them still to watch this because they're so overwhelmed with how much debt we have and they're so busy. They they won't even watch this and they they need to hear it. So, um, you know, we, we just put it out there like on my Facebook wall. Do you guys want me to turn this into a, a, a podcast? And it was Just overwhelmingly, yes. From my perspective, the person who needs to watch this video is the workaholic, the person who can't stop, the person who can't rest, can't sit still, can't just enjoy a movie or connect with people. They always have to be doing. And and that's why I want people to watch it. Brett, who who do you think needs to watch this video?
0: The person who needs to hear this message is the person who can't see what the other person is doing or can't picture themselves helping that person in that role. It's, it's coming from the football world and a, and a quarterback who ran a team and was in charge of all these guys and, and considered one of the more masculine sports. <laughs> it's almost like the business that I was recruited into by my wife was a fitness business. And it almost be like them coming into the locker room one day and they're saying like, Brett, you're not playing quarterback today. You're going yeah. to the cheerleading team and you're going to be the head pom-pom guy. And it, and not that there's anything wrong with being the head pom pom guy, but I had to learn. I had to retrain my brain to think that that I had value in a new business that I really didn't have on the surface. A lot of interest. I had to learn how to involve and get my skill set.
1: It's funny that he would say that he felt like he was being recruited to be a cheerleader. But I think that's kind of where most people start living very separate lives is because they don't understand what their partner does and they don't understand what their significant other does. And by the way, this show is definitely not about like marriage or partners. It's, it's just about helping the person who you love get off the fast track. And I I mean, our kids are on the fast track. Elementary school kids are on the fast track. Adults are on the fast track. Senior citizens don't retire anymore. And things have to change because we're running out of energy and we've lost sight of what really matters. And what really matters is people. So I've invited the most important person in the whole world to me to introduce this podcast to you. And that's my husband, Brett. And I hope that you'll invite the most important person in your life. Maybe it's the most important people in your life to listen to the show. Okay, off to the broadcast. Hi, I'm Shaleen Johnson. And
0: I'm Brett Johnson.
1: And we are the founders of the Smart Success Academy. Today we are here to teach you, to share with you how it was we have been able to create a completely different life than what we had just three years ago. I think as a society, as a culture, I think everyone just agrees it's it's too much. Like what's going on is just too much. Your brain hurts. We're cramming so much into our schedules, our lives, what's expected of us to get done each day, what we're supposed to accomplish, and and it's just... It's, it's what people think is success, but it's, it's overwhelming.
0: Yeah, we had to figure out how to get off the hamster wheel.
1: And that's what we want to share with you today. Because we hear experts talking about this all the time, like, you know, we've got to scale back. You've got to do less. You've got to learn to say no. But we didn't know how to do that. And you, too, probably feel like, I know I have to do that. I know I can't keep going at this pace But I don't know how to untangle this, how to undo this without letting people down or losing income or feeling like I've failed or I've let someone down. And we want to share with you today how we've been able to do it in our lives and how we've helped thousands of other people do exactly that, the how, the steps, the formula, the system, so that you can not only dream it and want it, but you can plan it. And then execute it, and then maintain that sense of peace, that like breathing room.
0: You will, you will have peace though once you get to the to the end. That's kind of how you know that you've accomplished this smart success.
1: Yeah, because it it it, was a feeling.
0: It's a feeling because it was overwhelming sitting down three years ago on paper, writing this out, and going, "Okay, now how are we going to do it?" And then this is what we're going to teach. Yeah. Is, is how we got there.
1: I mean, we, we just never talked about what, what we wanted to feel. I mean, we talked about it with like what the goals we mm-hmm. wanted to accomplish. And, and, and this isn't about goal setting. This isn't about time management. What we had to learn is a system. It's a formula and steps. Because where we were looked like success and looked like the epitome of time management because we had managed to schedule something into every single minute of our day with zero wiggle room.
0: No wiggle room. If something came up in the middle of the day, it was hard to fit it in.
1: It was upsetting. Like it was upsetting if somebody wanted to just talk to me because I'm like... I don't have room for that in my schedule. That's going to make me unproductive. And if I'm unproductive, then I won't be uh, doing enough. And if I'm not doing enough, then I won't be making money. And then if I'm not making money, then you're going to be unhappy is what I thought. And see, we, we had we had... Built these companies up, and, and and this happens whether you're an entrepreneur or not. This just happens because our culture has just kept cramming and cramming and cramming more things that you feel that you're responsible for, more things that you're supposed to do, more expectations. You know, our kids are scheduled, our lives are scheduled, and if we just do more, well, then we'll make more, and then eventually we'll have free time. That that's the myth, and it's a total myth because we got to a stage where I'm like, I don't care. If we don't make any money. I don't care if we live in an apartment and eat Top Ramen. I can't live like this anymore. And and once we started to create a plan to disassemble the the prison <laughs> that looked so great from the outside, and we realized how we needed to do that, the ironic piece to it all is that we didn't talk about making more money. We just talked about <sighs> living a life where we could breathe.
0: What the blueprint of that life would look like, and it was never well we we have to keep this section because it makes this much money we didn't we didn't talk about that at all it was just what will our life look like if we can breathe and then it just turned out that once we did that and we started to implement that plan that ironically ironically the money follows. Yeah.
1: And when we started to create that plan, I just was prepared that we were going to make less money. I I just said, I'm okay with that. I don't care because here we are making all kinds of money and I'm so unhappy. I don't care because it's obviously not what brings us happiness and joy and being connected to each other. The ironic piece to this is we are far better off financially now and who cares? Like that's awesome, and I know that's why some of you are like, "Well, I need to make sure I'm financially secure." But I'm here to tell you that piece is an extra added bonus, because the best part of this is the freedom.
0: Well, we couldn't enjoy
1: the right. money we had no before. Freedom. We,
0: I mean, that's great. So we, at the end of the month, we did really well. But on the next month, we had to do more and more and more and create more, and there was more projects on the. But now we don't have that. We have downtime, and we have peace, and we can enjoy when we do have to work and when we do do things that we want to do.
1: It's such a myth that you're supposed to be extremely productive in every minute of your day and you're supposed to be doing all these things and all of these people can expect your attention immediately and that you're supposed to respond to Facebook and you're supposed to respond to your text messages and your phone calls and your inbox and your emails and you're supposed to say yes to every opportunity and if the right opportunity comes along then your life will be better and that is it's just not going to happen. The only way this happens is if you create a plan. And that's what we had to do. I remember I, I was working like, you know, from home. So I was like, I'm a stay at home mom. I'm a stay at home maniac is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just, I worked until like late until the night and, and I woke up early, early in the morning. Cause I didn't want the kids to be affected by it, but that was, I was lying to myself and lying to the kids because they were affected by it and you were affected by it and we were affected by it.
0: And the other thing we really didn't talk about, it was it was the reason why we were doing it was to be more um, present with the with the kids. But it wasn't like like at the top of the list, like we need to be more present with the kids and it was like right down their schedule. It just, by creating this new plan, it happened and it wasn't until, and, it, and, and shortly, I remember shortly, uh, three or four months into this, you telling me, and the kids telling me also that, gosh, Dad seems a lot different now. Go, go, go. And Sierra and Brock saying, gosh, mo- mo- Mom's at every, Mom's at doesn't miss any games or practices. Picking, and so they both noticed that, and that yeah. was why else do it, right? So
1: yeah, I mean, you're a great dad, but there, you know, I just remember like a, not too long ago, like a couple months ago, Sierra said something like. Was dad going to get mad? And Brock turned around and looked at it and he goes, when's the last time dad got mad? But that used to be how you were, uh, you know, very short fused. And I know now that that was, it just is where we took things because you were so, you were just didn't even know how to manage all the chaos. I kept like adding on and adding on, like we have to do this and we have to do this. And, and we weren't really communicating with each other. And so we didn't know how to stop. And I remember when we took that run, we were we were on a run together, and I um, I started crying on the run. And I don't know if you've ever been on a run and started crying, but you really get out of breath fast. <laughs> and I just said, I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. And when we got back from that run and took out a yellow legal pad and started talking about what would the perfect life if we just if we just erase all this, start over with a magic wand. What would it look like? And it was so outlandish. I thought, well, we'll just start here and if we even get like 10% close to this.
0: It'd be amazing. It'd be
1: be amazing. Mm -hmm. And it is, guess what, it's possible. At some point, something is going to break, it just will. You can't handle this much pressure and overload in your life without something breaking, either either your relationships or your health or it it manifests itself in addiction or failed marriages and failed businesses. At some point, you have to do this. So you either do it now or you wait till you hit rock bottom. And we don't want you to hit rock bottom because you don't have to. All you need is the plan. And that's what we're going to share with you today. I I get to do my favorite thing, which is to teach. You get to go.
0: I'm going to go off and, and coach some football.
1: All right. Sweet. Spend some time with our son.
0: Spend some time with Brock.
1: Yeah. Love you. Love you too, babe. So Brett is off to football practice, and and I'm I'm actually sitting inside of uh, my, my favorite room in the house, one of my favorite rooms in the house. It is what I call my garage fit workout studio, and this to me makes me so happy because it's one of the things that I defined back when my husband, Brett, and I thought about what we want, wanted our crazy utopian life to look like and when we, when we originally bought this house, this whole area off to my, my right was, was where we filmed fitness videos but I had created such a maniac lifestyle for myself that I thought it'd be really cool like if that was in my house but I was on somebody else's schedule. I was on the schedule of my customers and all the demands that I had created for myself and so this room represented stress. This room represented um, a time frame that wasn't my own. This room represented lack of freedom. I always had to be filming new products, new videos. We were on a time schedule. There was continuity, and there were dates and expectations, and I I thought I had control, but I had put myself in a position because I never did what we're about to do, which is define what I wanted my quality of life to look like. I have a big piece of paper here because I know that when you put pen or pencil to paper, things happen that don't happen when you're just watching and listening and thinking about it. So I'm going to urge you right now to grab a pen and a piece of paper and go through this with me. Together, we're going to define exactly what you want your life to look like. And this is going to be a craffle. It's what I refer to as a crazy, ridiculous, amazingly fun-filled life. It's ridiculous. That's how I felt about it when my husband and I thought about what it would look like. I'm like, this is so outlandish. And I don't care. Even if it's like 10% of this, I would be happy. And let's do this together. Let's create a craffle. It starts with defining what does success look like to you. And I want you to begin this by looking at, you know, your current perfect day. Like, have, have you ever had a perfect day or even a perfect week, maybe it was a perfect month, many people have a hard time coming up with a perfect day, let alone a perfect week or month, but I want you to just think about what did that look or feel like, and I know I had had them, so it was pretty easy for me to dream what that would look like, and that's what I'm going to ask you to do first is to just dream about your perfect day. What did your perfect day look like? What time did you wake up? How much time did you spend working? How much time did you spend with other people? Did you go to bed in an early time? Did you have a certain number of meals? Or were you eating in your car late to your next meeting, which you had to leave 10 minutes early to get to your next meeting? Like, what did your perfect day feel like? So just write down some notes. Like, I'd like to sleep in until 8 o'clock. For some people, sleeping in isn't perfect. You actually want to get up and get started. Did, you know, what did what did your day look like? Think back on that perfect day when you were able to go to bed or at least, you know, lay down under your cold, cool sheets and say, wow, that was a good day. That was a good day. What happened on that day? Dream about it. Think about it. Put some notes down on paper. And here's some things specifically I want you to address. What did your schedule look like that day? Specifically, what time did you wake up? Did you work out? Did you spend some time with your spouse, with your kids, with your friends? What did your schedule look like in terms of work? Were you working? For me, my perfect day is I'm working just a little. Like, I wouldn't be happy if I wasn't doing this. I need I need to do this. It makes, we all need a purpose. My purpose is to find challenge and overwhelm and then solve it and share it with other people. doesn't matter what it is. At one point it was how to sell a used car. And, and another point in my life, it was how to figure out how to start a personal training business and and then how to find balance in your fitness and love, exercise and nutrition. And now what I'm sharing with you is something that was really challenging for me and it was defining what success, what, what would my quality of life look and feel like? The next thing I want you to talk about is, is what does your utopian environment look like? I say utopian because I'm gonna have to ask you to dream so it is a little bit of a utopian like for me to think about having this crazy cool space that felt like utopian and if if I called it like okay this is the the environment I want to plan for myself I know I would have held myself back I would have thought that's not even possible so I want you to think of it as a utopian what does your workout space look like what does your office space look like where do you live what does your house look like how big is your closet what kind of a car are you driving? And I don't want you to think about them. Oh boy, this is important. Okay. Cause I, I don't want you to make the same mistake twice. I don't want you to think about what would make you feel important. I want you to think about the, that utopian environment in terms of what would make you feel peaceful. What would allow you to go, <sighs> I can breathe. Because originally when I did this before putting it on paper and understanding what I wanted to feel. I did it according to what I wanted my life to look like. And I wanted a big office with lots of employees and a cool big sign and, and people working in cool cubicles. And that's what I wanted to look like, but I never thought about what that would feel like, how much stress that would feel like to be responsible for so many people. So when you think about creating your utopian environment, think about what would it make me feel? What do I want my bedroom to look like so that I felt peaceful? You know, think about how you would feel with the perfect environment. Now, the next thing you have to do is think about those things that you need to get rid of because they create unhappiness. That's hard. You know why? Because sometimes, sometimes there's a person's name attached to that or a group of friends, or things that you've put in your life, you did this, and now you got to get rid of it. That was really hard for me. I had to remove things that I had put in my life. I worked really, really, really hard to put them in my life, like the fact that I was filming all of these fitness videos in this space. I had to remove that because it wasn't making me happy. It was making me really unhappy. I had to remove things that I had created, and you just have to stop for a second right now And go, what do I? I, This is my own doing and it's in my life, and I I really hate it, or I don't look forward to it, or it makes me feel burdened, or I wake up every day and when I think about it, I'm happy until I think about that thing. Just write down some words. And if it's something you don't want people to see, then just write down some initials, something to trigger your mind of this. I have to get rid of this. Next, what do you feel like? What emotions? Are predominant in your day. What do you feel like? What emotions? So for me, I felt out of breath, overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, nervous. I felt like a failure, even though I was doing so much. I felt, um, I felt burdened. I felt sorry for myself. I felt angry when anything interrupted my schedule because I didn't have room for it. So I felt burdened. And I knew I wanted to feel the opposite of all those things. I wanted to feel happy. I wanted to feel stress-free. I wanted to feel relaxed. I wanted to feel connected. I wanted to feel like I had a calm energy. I wanted to feel that I had choice. I wanted to feel happy. I wanted to feel supported. I wanted to feel like it wasn't me having to do everything. I wanted to feel loved and taken care of. Those are all of the words that I wanted to feel. What words do you want to feel? What emotions? So write them down, okay? Okay, now I want you to put on paper. What do, you, what do you feel like, you know, I'm contributing. I feel, I feel good about myself. I feel like I have a value. I have, I have purpose when I do this thing, like work and purpose. I think we all need to feel, I mean, even, even you see this with senior citizens in, in senior citizen homes. They, they want to have a purpose. Everybody wants to have a purpose. So I'm not saying everybody has to work. You might be a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home dad, but you, you, you feel a sense of purpose. What gives you that sense of purpose? What are you doing when you feel that? And you can call it work, but if you're serving and fulfilling your purpose, it doesn't feel like work. Like what I'm doing right now does not feel like work. This feels like my life's purpose. And I want you to write on paper, what are you doing when you feel like, wow, that felt really good, that person needed me, I helped them. Cause this is step one y'all, this is it right here. Redefining success, not success according to what it looks like, but according to what your quality of life should feel like, according to your own rules. Like we have to stop buying all this like myth and garbage that people keep throwing at us, you gotta get more, you've gotta drive more, you need a bigger car, a nicer home, a bigger bank account, you need all these things. And those things don't take into account what you wanna feel, right? And that's where happiness comes from, what we feel. I want you to think about your relationships. When you define your perfect happy life right now, what relationship will be stronger? What relationship will make you proud? You see, if you don't do this stuff on paper, at some point, it just all comes to a head and it falls in the lap of someone else. If you don't do this now, then ultimately you're going to hit A breaking point. And then somebody else has to pick up the pieces, whether it's you or your kids or a failed marriage or a failed business. At some point, if you don't do this, then the definition of success you continue to live will continue to make you unhappy. But now that you've done it, because I know you have, you've put it on paper and you've got that other important person watching with you. And and, and don't share this yet with anyone. This is just for you because we're going to marinate on this but let's move to step two. Cause this is like three steps. Okay. This is the fun part. Now we have to blueprint it. Okay. So a blueprint is what's missing. I think for so many people, you know, I don't know if you've ever watched the movie, the laws of attraction, or you've, you've studied any of anything about like making vision boards and, and, and being able to picture these things. I think most of us can do that. I, th- I think most of us have done that at some point, like visualize what we'd like to have in our lives. And I think most of us, have, if we haven't created a mental vision board, maybe you've created a physical one or you've thought about the laws of attraction, like I'm going to believe this is possible, uh, but why isn't my life changing? And I believe it is because we haven't created a blueprint. An architectural plan for how this is going. How is it going to happen? It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. And I've interviewed hundreds of extremely successful people who have smart success, meaning they've had to recreate their lives based on their own definition. And the one thing all of them say is, "It I had." to create a plan, this wasn't going to happen on its own. It's not gonna happen on its own for you either. So let me share with you exactly the formula for blueprinting, this is what we teach in smart success. And the first step of it is your your mental fortress. You have to decide that this is not an option anymore. You've got to change the way you're living. Now for many of you, it's going to happen because you're already at rock bottom. You're already living with your spouse and you feel like your roommates. Or you already feel all of those things that I talked about. You're you're there. So you've already made a mental decision to do it. But a fortress is different than just a decision. A fortress is deciding not only am I going to do this, but I'm going to set up the boundaries to protect myself so that I know why. I'm doing this so that I don't fall back into my old habits and the patterns of saying yes to everything simply because there's enough time. I've got an hour, then yes, I will say yes to you and I will say yes to you and I will make all of your problems, my problems too. You've got to decide, I won't do that anymore because there are people in my life who are too important to say yes to all these other things. You see, that's why we have to have this blueprint. The next thing you have to do is we talked about creating your perfect environment, right? Okay, so now for part of your blueprint, I know you want to live in a different house or maybe you just want to organize differently and maybe you've decided that you need to sell as we did. You need to sell your business so that your environment is more peaceful. Now what I need you to do is write down environment and list specifically what you would have to change in order for it to meet the criteria of your definition of success. For me, what that meant is Brett and I had to sit down and figure out how long it was going to take to be able to sell our business and to push other people to the forefront so that they could do things better than what we were doing, so that they could take it to the next level because we weren't willing to compromise our family, our sanity, or anything else to do that. And no amount of money was going to be worth it. So so that meant for my environment, what I had to write down here was that I was going, we were together going to create a plan to sell our business. And that meant moving into an office space that could hold just three or four employees. So that's what I want you to write down for environment. What do you have to change? Do you have to move? Like write down the things that need to happen in order for your utopian, your crazy, ridiculous, amazing, fun-filled life environment to come to fruition. Okay. Now this next one's pretty big. You're going to need to identify those things you're currently doing. And I'm, I, I'm just, I want you to relax for a second. You're not going to have to do this tomorrow, but it's part of the plan. What in your plan will you have to remove? And even if I don't care if you're telling me right now, I don't think I can remove it. I want you to write down what do you know you have to remove? You have to. Don't worry about how You've got, to, you've got to write down something right now that you know you have to remove or you have to delegate. You've got to give it to somebody else. Let somebody else take the reins or limit, okay? Because you have three choices with the activities, all the craziness that's going on in your life right now. According to your work, your, the things you volunteer for, the things you've said yes to, the people who you take care of, all of the responsibilities, all the things we stack on top of stacks, on top of stacks. What do you have to remove? What do you need to delegate and what do you need to limit? Now, here's one that's going to be challenging for some of you to wrap your head around, but I just got to share the story with you. One of the most important things I had to delegate, meaning have somebody else do it besides me, was laundry and cleaning my house. Now, that might seem like, oh, well, sure, that's great if you've got lots of money. We didn't. When we made this decision, we had no wiggle room in our budget. We could not afford to do this. Could not afford to do it. Not only that, I was struggling with the fact that, like, I'm, I'm a mom. I'm supposed to sort socks. I'm supposed to put away clothes. I'm supposed to clean the house. I'm supposed to scrub the toilets. I'm supposed to do that, you know? And so wouldn't I be a bad mom if I didn't do it? So we made a decision shortly after we created our blueprint that we were going to hire someone three days a week, and she was going to come in just three hours a week and do laundry. Now, we paid her minimum wage. And let me just tell you this, we had a minimum of 50 people apply to the little tiny ad we put in the penny saver for this job. People need money and they're happy and willing to do the kind of work that you need to delegate so that you can live your life according to your plan. And so, so we hired someone just three days a week to do a little bit of cleaning and a little bit of laundry. And I got to tell you, best decision I've ever made. And I have talked to so many people who said, that was it. That was it. God, like everything changed once my laundry was done and my house was clean. Can you, like, if somebody three days a week for just three hours, if you gave that, you delegated that, maybe it's just once a week. Some of you are like, oh, I do it. Yeah, I already do that once a month. Once a month is not what I'm talking about. You know what happens when you do it once a month? You clean for like two days before they come. And then you're cleaning the house the entire time. And then they clean it. And then it's dirty the next day. And so is all your laundry and you go another 29 days in chaos. But they were there for, I don't know, six hours, four hours. But to have someone come just a couple times a week put everything into a place of calm. That was, that's my story. It made me feel overwhelmed and like a bad mom And like, I would never, ever get caught up because there were always dishes in the sink and there was always laundry to be done. What makes you feel that way? That you know, I could give this to someone else and I could use that time to do the things that only I can do. I could use that time to build my secondary business. I could use that time to connect with my kids. And I know what you're saying to me. I can't afford to do that right now. Well, you can't afford not to. There are things, if you, if you can't, delegate some of the things that are on your list, then you're not ready for this message. You're not there yet. Because this is a matter of faith. I couldn't afford to do it either. This is something you can't afford not to do. You just have to identify that one thing that's going to feel like the weight of the world has been lifted from your shoulders and it can be just something as simple as sorting socks. The next thing you're going to do, is you are going to reverse engineer something big that you got to get out of or something big that you got to get into. So maybe what you've decided is I've got to quit my job and I've got to devote more time to this little business that I've started on the side that isn't making me much money right now, but I know, I know if I focused on it, it could be huge and I've got to figure out a way to get out of this and to focus more on that. That's called reverse engineering. And I'll share with you a story of how we were able to be in a position where we could actually sell our business. Now, let me tell you how impossible this was when we first had this conversation, I was bawling my eyes out to my husband, you know, kind of like a woe is me martyr. I'm like, it was, I'm the only one who could be in the videos. And how, how could we put somebody else in the videos? It's like my program and it's always been me. And I'm, I'm the only one who can teach it this way. And, and, and so I'm the face of it and I have to be. And I've got to be the person who's on the videos. And it's got to be my picture because we were selling to fitness instructors and we had built this tribe and we had built this this amazing culture of, of instructors and, and fitness people who across the globe in, in their health clubs have fallen in love with this program. And see, I thought they had fallen in love with me, but really it was it was the culture. It was this tribe thing that had formed and I just needed to slowly figure out how to put somebody else in the front or put a collection of people in the front other than me who would do a better job of it than me. And it wasn't impossible. Nothing you want to do is impossible if you have a plan. So we had to figure out how to reverse engineer and here's what we did. We said, okay, this has to be gradual because if I said, okay, I'm gone, I'm out of the videos, I I knew that we would lose customers. I had to slowly, we had to create the plan and the plan involved, okay, brainstorming. That's how you reverse engineer, okay? So you're gonna flip it to a separate page. Okay, you're going to flip it to a separate page or take out another little legal pad. And I just started writing, okay, what, in order to make this happen, what would I have to do? Let's see. I would have to um, train other instructors and I would have to um, practice with them. And I would have to, uh, one, let's say one video, a quarter, I would feature another instructor and I would be in it. And then eventually I wouldn't be in it. I would just feature another instructor. And then eventually, um, I would would need to slowly start putting other people in our promotional materials. And I I would need to give people a reason to be excited about this change. Yeah, that's it. I would need to give people so they wouldn't be like, what's going on? Why Why are you not in any of the videos? I wanted to give people a reason why they should be excited about it because I wanted them to be in the videos someday. I wanted every instructor who was buying our DVDs to feel like, This is cool. It's not all about her. It's about us. We're a community. And someday I'm gonna be the person in the videos, and I'm gonna do a heck of a lot better job than she does. And they do. And so all these things I wrote them down and how long this would take and how we and, and, and in no particular order. You just have to take out a piece of paper and start listing everything that has to happen in no particular order. And then you just start plugging away. One step at a time. And here's the part that you can't miss. This stuff needs a timeline. It needs a timeline. You know why? Because we've got to keep you accountable. And if there's not a timeline, if there's not a deadline, you know what happens? You're like, oh, you know, I should just transition a little slower. I should be in a few more videos. I should stay at my job right now, my my nine to five for just a little bit longer. You know, cause I'm still just not quite yet comfortable with the amount of money that my side business or my plan B is, 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 is earning for me. So if you don't set a timeline, what I call a fast, write this down, people, you need a fast approaching mini deadline. Okay. Lots of them. So now I didn't say my fast approaching deadline is for me to completely transition out of every video for hip hop hustle, turbo kick, and payo. Uh, in, in six months, I set a mini deadline, and I said one month from now, I'm going to fly ten of my top area promotions directors to Southern California, and I'm going to bring in experts, including myself, to help them how to be better on video. For you, you're going to say my fast approaching deadline is that in four weeks' time, I will be spending an additional hour per day on my Plan B. In Six months' time, I will be giving my notice at my place of employment. I will be whatever that changes you need to make, that thing you need to remove, that thing that you promised you were going to limit, because you have to understand this: We have a limited number of days in this life. I mean, what if you lived your life that way? Because that's the truth. We have a limited number of days. So you need to limit the amount of time you're spending doing things that don't make you happy. And the reason why you're not doing that yet is because you didn't put together a plan to make it happen. Because I know you don't want to do it anymore. I know you want to do something different. I know you want your life to feel different. So start living your life with truth. And the truth is, we have a limited number of days to live the way we were meant to to connect with the people who matter. Now we've got to execute this. That's step three. Are you with me so far? Step three is we're going to execute this. Now, to execute this, you've got to f- take action. That's what executing is. So here's my blueprint, all the stuff I needed to do, right? And you've got that on paper, and we can expand on that, and you will, because now you know the steps to do that. But now what I've got to do is I've got to figure out, okay, how do I remove this? How do I outsource? how much is it costing me not to have someone else do this? Because it's costing you more money than what you realize. You're not saving yourself any money by doing things simply because you've learned how to do them when somebody else should be doing them because nobody can do the thing that you do. So now part of our plan to execute is the date by which we're going to remove this, who we're going to outsource it to, learning how to use Elance and and. Sites where you can hire very inexpensive, extremely talented, eager individuals from across the planet to do some of the little things that you're doing every single day. And one of the things that I'm going to share with you in one of my next broadcasts is a complete list of everything you're doing in every area of your life. And it's going to blow your mind how much of it you don't need to be doing and how quickly You can execute on your plan when you're looking at it on paper, going, Oh my gosh, yes, I do that, I do that, I do that, and I'm getting rid of this, and I'm getting rid of this, and someone else can do this, and someone else can do this, and I'm no longer gonna do this, and I've gotta limit this. And no wonder I've been living this way. No wonder I'm so overwhelmed. No wonder I'm so overloaded. That's number one. Number two is that we are going to change your circle of influence. You just have to. Okay? Now, this is immediate. Your circle of influence has a greater impact on where you're going and where you're going to stay than anything else. The people that you're with are either making your excuses okay, or they're expecting more of you. They're making you a little uncomfortable because you know that you should be living that way too. So if you are hanging around with people who you are the one who's got things going on and has balance in your life and and, and, and you are the, the, the prime example of how to be and who to be, then you've got to up your game. You got to level up. You know, my, my husband, who, you know, you got to meet is obviously my strongest partner in this business, my, my most important cheerleader and the best partner I could ever ask for. But he's also a very talented coach. I think I'm a good teacher. He's an amazing coach. And one of the things he, had us do with our son and our daughter when they were young is have them play up an age group. And I always said, why would we do that? Like, especially when my son played basketball, I'm like, he's not that good. You really think you should play up? And he's like, yeah, because you'll play to the level of the people you're surrounded by. And if, if you're surrounded by people who are making excuses and they're okay with their mediocre, overstressed, out of control no balance life, then you're going to be, you're like that, I guess this is, this is just what we do. I guess this is how we live. Now I'm able to identify when I'm around people who are going nowhere, number one, or number two, have so much going on. They can't breathe. They can't stop. They need validation from everything. They need to be the best, the biggest. They need to make sure that they're, they're recognized and that they're accomplishing more and more and more and doing and doing and doing. And I'm talking about, I've got friends who act this way who are multimillionaires and I don't have them in my, in my circle of influence. And I also have friends or acquaintances who are have that same energy and they're an overstressed mom who, who stays at home and who's an incredible debt, but their energy is the same. It's like more, 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 more stress, 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 and I can't have them in my circle of influence. So your circle of influence is part of what you're going to execute immediately. The people you've identified who lift you up and have this happening in their lives. And you might have to, in- Invite them to this broadcast because you know they've got the potential to do this, but we've got to change your circle of influence. Next, we are going to stick to seasons. You're going to define the seasons of which you're going to get things accomplished. Because it is total BS that you're supposed to learn every new thing that comes out. That you're supposed to be doing all of these things at once. That you're supposed to be developing your business and 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 doing better in your current job and taking care of your kids and um helping a child transition from high school to college. You're supposed to be doing all these things at once and that you're you're nothing's ever gonna slide. That's so wrong. It's not possible. It's not humanly possible to do all those things. It's called Seasons of Life, and we've failed to give ourselves permission until today. Today, you're going to give yourself permission to just have one little thing at a time that is your primary focus, and that will give you the freedom to say, it's okay that this is sliding. It's okay that, like right now, one of the things that I have given myself permission to spend a season in is podcasting. But in order to spend a season in podcasting, that's saying yes to something. And anytime you say yes to something, you have to say no to something else because it's just a zero sum gain. You can't add without eventually becoming too full. So when I say yes to something like podcasting, I have to, if I, once I learn to define that as my season, then I know that that's what I'm harvesting. My season of podcasting, I'm harvesting my podcast right now. And just like a farmer, that means that there are certain harvests that are now laying dormant. And there are other areas where I've spent a lot of time and devotion in the past to figure them out, but I figured them out. And now I'm cultivating this season. And yours might be a season of repairing your marriage. And yours might be a season of spending time with your children while they transition And yours might be a season of writing your book, but then you've got to give yourself permission to let go of all the social media. But you have to identify those seasons. What season do you need to be in? Where do you need to spend your time so that that crop can flourish and so that you don't feel guilt over something else that you're allowing to rest? You see, we grow when we rest. We don't grow when we're under pressure. It's just like a muscle. Like if you lift heavy weights when you're doing a bicep curl, you fatigue the muscle, you overload the muscle. But the muscle doesn't grow when you're doing that. The muscle grows during the rest phase. So what do you need to allow to rest? Two more things I want you to remember. We are going to build a fortress around your focus, okay? You know you have to get focused in order to create, to execute your blueprint. You've got you've got to get focused. You can no longer fiddle. You can no longer... Wake up each day and go, yeah, I need to do all these things. and I'm not sure how to do them and I'm, I'm just going to fit it in. I'm going to fit in this execution plan. No, you have to build a fortress around your focus. I want to teach you in this series how you do that with your technology because you know what, that's what's killing us. That's why we feel the way we feel because we spend so much freaking time attached to our phones and And you open up your laptop and you intend to do really good things and the first thing that pops open on your screen is something other than what you had planned to focus on. And so you go, oh, this will only take a second. I'll get through this. And oh, I realized that this card is still open, I'll finish this order. And oh, you know, I I wasn't going to work on this right now, but the first thing I saw was all these emails I need to return. I'm gonna teach you how to put a fortress around your focus. And lastly, and this is gonna get fun. I know you're familiar with this, but maybe not in a long time. This is called single subject. I'm gonna teach you how to single subject schedule. Yep. Okay, so it's gonna seem familiar to you because you know when you did it? You did it when you were in high school. You just focused on one thing at a time. You weren't in math class learning about English. You weren't in biology learning about phys ed. Why? Because our brains can't handle that. It's not how we do best. So back when somebody else had control over our focus, we had single subject scheduling. And once I learned to apply this to my life, I stopped working 16 hours a day and started working three hours a day. Even if you don't do anything else, even if you don't create a plan, you like your life just as it is, if you just learn this one thing, it will change your life. It's going to change the way you feel. Hey, thanks for listening to this special edition of The Shalene Show. We might just be getting to know each other, or, or maybe you've been reading my books, and you've done my videos, and you've been along for the ride for the last 10 years. Either way, I just want to thank you for being open-minded. I want to share with you. I mean, Brett and I have been married for 20 years, and it is an awesome marriage, but it hasn't always been easy. And I think people who pretend that it's going to be easy mislead others. And And I just have to tell you, we we had to recommit to our faith, and we had to recommit to our marriage, and we had to put things back into perspective. And we had to go through some really trying times. And And at the time, I, I really didn't understand it, but I know today that it was because It has everything to do with our purpose and our calling and the reason why we've come together. Oh yeah, and one last word from Brett.
0: Thank you for joining us today.
1: This episode has been sponsored by smartsuccess.com. What is Smart Success? Well, it's an online academy, it's a school. It's a place for you to go to learn everything you need to know, to redesign, to improve, to recreate any area of your life. We cover fitness, mental well-being, financial security, the relationship between you and your significant other, the relationship between you, your friends, and your family, your focus, your hobbies, your spirituality. All of these things factor into our overall happiness, and most of us just default to the thing that's easiest for us and And unfortunately, we neglect the areas that need the most effort. But it's not just about recognizing there's an area that needs our attention, it's knowing what to do and how to do it. It's the habits, the formulas, and the systems for success, but not by someone else's definition, but your definition. In Smart Success, we teach you how to create the blueprint, not our blueprint, Your blueprint what that should look like how to reverse engineer it how to take the steps each and every day that don't overwhelm you but move you in the direction of the life this crazy ridiculous amazing fun-filled life that you deserve it's for everyone and anyone it's for the housewife who feels unfulfilled it's for the college student who doesn't know what they're going to do after they graduate It's for the busy entrepreneur who believes they're supposed to be doing everything themselves. I believe that smart success is my purpose. It's my calling. And it is my way of helping others avoid the traps of the hustle. And I know because I was there. We had the house, the cars, the money, the bank accounts, the accolades. But what we didn't have is the life that we wanted We were chasing success. We were doing all of the right things, yet we just, we couldn't breathe. And so from our challenges, we developed a program, a system, a step-by-step how to redesign your own life. Even if your life is amazing, if there's something inside of you that's telling you it could be better, or it's not exactly what you had imagined, if there's this feeling that you can't breathe, or that there's a level of unhappiness you just don't want to admit to. I'm telling you, smart success is for you. And I invite you to take advantage of our free trainings and learn more for yourself by going to smartsuccess.com.